Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to sit, sit for a spell. Hello again. <laughs> Hello again. We <laughs> welcome. <laughs> we had a first here Very first time. <laughs> at Sit for a Spell podcast. First of all, I'm James. I'm Jess. And welcome. Uh, we talked for a good 25 minutes, 20 we minutes did. before uh-huh. we realized we were not recording. <laughs> Oh, man. We've never done that before. Never done that before. <laughs> Purely blame it on pregnancy brain. She's got pregnancy brain. It's a... Uh, luckily, it's we were just, like, real. in the beginning part of... You know, we were just, like... We hadn't gotten into the topic yet. We smack. were doing our rant. Yeah, but... <sighs> oh, my goodness. We just looked over and Imagine. we're like, um, we have not been recording this whole time. <laughs> it's oh, like man. a, you know achievement unlocked you know like we did something i hear people do that all the time i'm sure i'm just grateful you noticed because <laughs> that would have sucked can you imagine if we did that in our um, other podcast with our other friends we've lost the recording oh or like so annoying save yeah but like the <sighs> comic-con <laughs> what 2018 comic-con debacle something yeah it was where it just didn't record or like uh, it was recording but it didn't save or something yeah or all of Uh, like maybe one of our voices didn't show up or something i don't know it was weird it was but it's fine we're here we made it (laughs) what were we even talking about (laughs) i was complaining about my about not about pregnancy but i was complaining about um what's the word see my brain doesn't work just being angry or like slightly resentful to the rest of the world not to myself that I couldn't experience I guess quote-unquote normal pregnancy traditions and things during COVID mm-hmm. not that I'm, I'm extremely grateful very happy very healthy very safe um everything's going smooth and wonderfully I feel fantastic I'm just tired and hungry all the time <laughs> but um just kind of like griping on that and that I really wish people would just get their shit together so I could have a baby shower in February, but I don't think that's going to happen. First world problems. Yeah. I mean, but it is a problem, you know, like it's, it's a problem and it's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big like moment, you know, like it's a, there's people who our friend and her baby couldn't have a first birthday party. Like there's people who, Miss graduations yeah. and like these are there are first world problems but they are problems so it's like you you know you have these moments that you're missing out on because people cannot stay home for the life of them like do you need to be at a TGI Fridays like do you have to be I know like do you have to spend That's $14 on a about. light in a crowded bar like <laughs> just <laughs> I There's don't understand that so many ways to do things that are fun and safe uh, yeah. that it's just ridiculous that people have to feel like they have to gather physically next to each other with no masks on with strangers so not even friends 
strangers. Like I don't, I, I mean, I'm not a huge like club person anyway, but like, I like to go out and dance and have fun. Like we've gone out yeah. and we go, I like to go out and do that stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to risk my life for it. It's not. No, it's not worth it. Also, I'm just, I don't know if this is going to be like, if you're listening to this, you know, I'm speaking directly to you. I am not that boring that I need to distract myself with going out and getting drunk with strangers every weekend. Like, get a hobby. For real. Be comfortable with yourself that you can be home. I mean, it could have been six months to eight years, like six to eight months of our lives, and now it's going to end up being a year and a year and a half of our lives because people can't stop going to brunch with 12 people with no masks on. It's just, and well, the other thing we're talking about is there, there are a lot of, it was, it's so crazy to me how quickly we adapt because there are so many like drive through type of like activities you can do now. Oh yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. like, why don't you just do that stuff? Like, it's so fun. We did the stranger things one and it was so fun. Like we got to meet the characters and it was like all 80s themed. And it was, you know, you drive and you're like in the upside down and you there was a Demogorgon. Mm-hmm. And it was just like we did a pumpkin patch one. We did just you did the knots berry yeah, farm thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like you felt safe, right? Like it's Yeah. And both of us are doing the Christmas one, not together, but Right. Yeah. In the- Cause it's all, it's, it's just outdoor dining. Um, and like so. super limited capacity. Yeah. It's very so. limited capacity. You have to wear a mask at all times unless you're eating. And then you can only take off your mask if you're at a table with food. Otherwise they'll tell you, put your mask back on. That's good. Um, and there's cast members. I don't think they're called cast members at knots, but there's employees <laughs> everywhere at the beginning and end of all the lines. It was just super clean, um, which is why That's we're going good. in for the Christmas one. Yeah. If Jess tells you that it's safe, then it's safe because she has I the strictest standards of all of us. I do. In America, it seems. <laughs> but. And I mean, I don't want to sound... No, I'm bitter. I'm very bitter and resentful that like yeah. people are ruining it for everybody else. And yeah. especially yeah. after trying so hard you know it's like so hard it's very i feel like half of us are trying really hard and then the other half are not trying whatsoever no and i have friends and family members who i see on social media who are just out and about living their life like nothing's happening so it's hard it's hard and i mean if you are doing those things i'm sure you're a good person i don't know Maybe you don't have the best, like, critical thinking skills. I just know that part of it is like, well, even if I get it, I'll be fine. And, like, sure. I know people who've gotten it, they felt like they were sick for a couple days and they're fine. And they're like, what's the big deal? But, like, I don't want to get it. And I don't want my grandparents to get it. And I don't Mm -hmm. want my husband to get it. And, like... Your child. You don't want your mother. Your, like... I know people who have gotten it and they're fine, but I know people who have gotten it and they've died. Like, yeah. And who's to say, why do you want to roll that dice? Like, I don't know. I mean, we're probably preaching to the choir here, but 
I think we're just, we're at the point. It's just very frustrating. And and we haven't gone on a nice COVID rant in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a minute. Well, like so. we're having like a huge, I'm so huge to like listen to this like in a year, you know, like. Yeah. Well, um, and we're recording this on um, November 22nd. So when this comes out in two weeks, I don't even know what the United States is going to look like. Yeah, because we'll have Thanksgiving Thanksgiving surges and Mm -hmm. uh, it's just very, it's it's disheartening and it's frustrating because we have been trying really hard. Hopefully, whatever the results are from post-Thanksgiving, people will make better choices for Christmas. Because, I mean, when it comes down to it, Christmas is just an annual holiday that happens every single year and it'll be there next year yeah I don't know people say well my family might not be here next year but your family might not be there next year if you bring them COVID for Christmas so hello (laughs) yeah your family might not be there next month if you get them sick from COVID so yeah let's just make better choices some of you probably not any of you listening no. Especially if you're still listening, because we've been yelling at you for ten minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> or if you fast forward, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just really frustrating. So, I mean, living in we're allowed, we're allowed to grant it's our podcast. We can say whatever we want. I will not apologize. And that's what the fast forward button's for. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because I know, <laughs> like, if we bring it back around to like witchcraft and the craft and physical protection. Like there's only so much you can do with metaphysical protection. You know, you can protect your home. You can ground yourself. You can have good energies. You can take care of your body, treat it like a temple, do what have you, right? Exercise, meditation, all of these things. You can smoke, cleanse, and use salt up the wazoo, but sage is not going to help you against stop a virus yeah Yeah. so just like this is a medical yeah a medical this is a global pandemic my favorite thing to do now is whenever i see or hear something like if me and my family are talking i'm always like in a pandemic like it really in a pandemic because they're always like oh yeah so and so (laughs) went here and so and so did that or so-and-so's getting this a tattoo blah 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 like in a pandemic really it's just and i mean don't get me wrong i go out i go to the store i go to target i go to costco uh the last week i went to outdoor dining i did some baby moon stuff um because if i didn't do it now i wouldn't do it ever um But it was relatively local and super safe. And we weighed a lot of decisions and research on what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go. Um, But, I mean, you have to be mindful and think about what you're going to do and then who you're going to see after. Or if you can quarantine or if you can test or Mm -hmm. if you're going to have a party of 20 people in your apartment for friends miss, you know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. What else is there to say? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's kind of mind-boggling sometimes. 
sometimes that people can be it's just it's selfish really so i don't know yeah but But with that in mind with selfish in mind yeah you know who punishes (laughs) selfish people krampus krampus does our friend krampus so um since it is tis the season you know we thought we would mix it up a little bit here this is i guess uh i don't know would you call krampus a cryptid would you he's more like a legend i guess he's like uh would you call santa a cryptid no not at all (laughs) Because he was, he's on par with Santa. No, Santa Claus is not a cryptid. He's okay. like, a, <laughs> like, like a legend or like a... Yeah, remember we talked about him and he was really based off of like these three prominent female f- witch figures. Yes, I think um, I talk about one of them at the end. Like he really shouldn't even be a man. Yeah. <laughs> technically. Okay. Well, Krampus is whatever that is. He's... Santa Claus level, yeah. In some in some places, but okay. Quickly, sources. Here we go. Um, Wikipedia.com, History.com, Britannica.com, NationalGeographic.com, a blog called German Girl in America, mm. Traveling Signpost, and TourMyCountry.com. So a lot of these um, sites had pretty much the same information. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to like go to a bunch of different things just to get like more little snippets like here and there, different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of places that I saw were just like restating the Wikipedia page, which I mean, guilty, but like, you know, I read through like 20 different things that pretty much also the same thing. So yes, hopefully this is more interesting than that. I also listened to an episode of a podcast. I think it was called Mythology. Uh, Krampus. So a little bit of his, um, what he, he is. He is a an anthropomorphic figure. He's described as half goat and half demon. Mm-hmm. His name comes from the German word Krampen, which means claw. He's said to have like claws and ho- uh, what are they called? Hooves. Hooves. Cloven feet. Is that what it's called? Cloven feet. Yeah. Like a goat. Yeah. Um, During Christmas, he is responsible for punishing children who've misbehaved. And he's even said to drag some of the worst of these naughty children back to hell with him. That's very aggressive. Yeah, it is. A lot more than coal. Yeah, it's a little (laughs) more, yeah, a little bit. Um, Yeah, he's one of the companions of St. Nicholas, um, mostly in the regions of Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Hungary, Northern Italy, um, Slovenia, that type of region. Mm -hmm. He appears in a lot of different ways. Some some variations, he's much more demon-like. Some variations, he's um, more animal-like. So, mm-hmm. but for the most part, he is pretty hairy, usually black or brown. He has the cloven hooves. He has horns like a goat, like, the, you know, like a, the round horns. Yeah. 
He has a pointed long tongue and he has fangs. Yes. So I really like, um, I'm really into like folky art right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a lot of Krampus art going around because of mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. I love the ones where he's like more so creature. Yeah. Um, yeah. I enjoy those more too. Those yeah. So good. But then, I mean, the, the movie, the Krampus, the one that came out what last Christmas, two Christmases ago. There's a bunch, yeah. But the um, one with I talk about the one with Adam Scott. Yes, that, that was one. Twenty fifteen was pretty good. Yeah, I talk about that a little bit at the end. But yeah, I did. I I liked that movie. I watched it, so we can talk about it at the end. But so he is um, said to have some powers, some of Ooh. which are that he is immortal. He lives forever. Mm-hmm like santa claus he is unharmed by any conventional weaponry and he does not um feel any pain he's immune to pain he's also said to be exceedingly strong and have godlike stamina so he doesn't get tired whatsoever he Hmm. is said to be able to teleport and summon an army of snowmen with just the rays of a hand so like literal he is like also snowmans yeah like uh yeah like a uh army of snowmen yeah who will just like come <laughs> do his bidding love it he's also said to be able to reanimate the dead and manipulate the weather to cause bizarre storms or extreme cold hmm. so in um in some interpretations he carries chains and which he thrashes around you know, you can like hear the chains coming. Yeah. He's also sometimes accompanied by bells. And in some of the more pagan origins, he carries birch branches, which um, are called r- rutin. And they are, rutin are significant in pagan initiation r- rites. So that Ooh. comes from that. In some representations, the branches are replaced by whips, and he will sometimes carry a sack, like a Santa sack, or Mm -hmm. a basket on his back, and that's to cart off the evil children. Yeah. And um, there are are some older versions that um, he puts the children in his bag and takes them away. Oh, okay. So, the exact origins of Krampus are not really known, but it's said that he has um, origins in the pagan celebrations of the winter solstice. Mm -hmm. And it's also believed he evolved from the, this is a copy-paste, Indo-Germanic belief of Frau Perkta. So, Frau Perkta, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. Frau Perkta is a godlike creature. Uh, They are half man, half woman, although usually they are represented in their female forms. Mm -hmm. But they appear on Earth and the turning point between um, the old and new year. So like the winter solstice, which lines up with the Christian Christmas or the Scandinavian Yule Festival. Mm -hmm. So Frau Perkta... Um, is said to represent the male female, you know, uh, dual duality, yeah. and is also accompanied by 
evil spirits of winter. So what Frau Perk did, was said to do was keep those evil spirits under control. They would hike through the mountains and snowy valleys and protect pe- good people from these spirits. But mm-hmm. if you were not a good person, then they would not protect you from the spirits. Oh. Also, they were said to be like kind of scary looking as well, sharing some physical characteristics with Krampus. But instead of two horns, they had multiple horns. Yeah. And um, just like a lot of horns. Yeah. Just like it didn't give an exact number, but it was just like multiple, like a crown of horns, basically. Creepy. So that's one um, origin. Another theory is that uh, Krampus is derived from the horned god of Wicca or paganism. And the horned god represents the male part of the religion. It's the Mm -hmm. opposite of the feminine mother or the moon goddess. It's -hmm. associated with the wilderness, with sexuality, with hunting. And um, the chains that Krampus carries could have been introduced by the Christians in an attempt to, like, quote-unquote, bind the demon. Mm-hmm. But they could also be sort of a remnant of any sort of uh, pagan, like, the rites of pagans. Yeah. So there's one more legend that says Krampus is the son of Hel, who is a Norse god of the underworld. And that's Hel, H-E-L, mm. just one L. Yeah, yeah. And again, later with the arrival of Christianity and their attempt to destroy everything that was not Christianity, he became a demon and a companion to St. Nicholas in, as a way to court, sort of uh, balance. What is that? It seems like a balance. Yeah, but a way to like incorporate, you know, be like, hey, be Christian. You can keep this sort of thing as in your culture, but now it's part of this St. Nicholas thing instead. Yeah. Okay. Just merging it so that it. Right. Just like, like the way they co-opted like Christmas from the winter solstice. They're like Mm co-opting Krampus to be. So instead of Krampus being his own dude, he's like, no, now you're going to like accompany Santa. Yeah. So it is also customary to offer schnapps, 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 schnapps to uh, to Krampus. He likes it. And I think, yeah, I think it said peach (laughs) was his favorite. That's funny. Okay. So this all takes place on something called, there's two things here. There's St. Nicholas Day or Nicholas Dog. And then there's Krampus Night, which is Krampus Noct. So Krampus Noct takes place on the night of December 5th, with mm-hmm. St. Nicholas Day taking place on December 6th, the day after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So St. Nicholas, uh, St. Nicholas Day is the feast of St. Again, another, we're going to go off on another tangent here. It's okay. Okay. St. Nicholas Day is the feast of the day of St. Nicholas of Myra. He is an early Christian bishop of Greek descent. So he was known as Nicholas the Wonder Worker, which is like mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's like a nice little <laughs> superhero name. Um, he's is. the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, sex workers. Mm-hmm. That's not the word they used. 
uh, children and unmarried people and students. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, he said to have performed a lot of miracles in his time, which, of course, makes why he's a saint. Yeah. He, A few of them were he was able to calm raging seas. He was able to save soldiers from wrongful ex- execution. And probably the most impressive, he chopped down a tree that he said was possessed by a demon. So, oh. like, miracle, right? I wonder what if a it miracle. gave up a fight. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it fought back like the Whomping Whomping Willow. willow. <laughs> <laughs> so, St. Nicholas was legendary for his habit of secret gift giving. He was oh, okay. the model for St. Nick and eventually the modern day Santa Claus. Mm. So this led to the establishment of St. Nicholas Day and then, of course, Krampus Noct. Yeah. So Krampus Noct, um, again, takes place on December 5th when St. Nicholas goes around rewarding nice children with rewards and Krampus on the other hand um, beats those who are naughty with branches or um, sticks or the whips in the most severe cases. No, you better be good. (laughs) In the most severe cases, he was said to eat the children or take them back with him to hell. And on December motivation to be good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's like not even like, oh, you're not going to get your Xbox, Timmy. Like, no, you're going to go straight to hell. <laughs> it's not. He will literally take you and maybe eat yeah. you. Yeah, he might eat you. If you're lucky, he will eat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the next day on December 6th, um, the children either wake up to find their gifts or to nurse their injuries, you know, or find themselves in the belly of Krampus. Mm. So Krampus is appearance was um his frightening appearance was suppressed for many years the catholic church our buddies at the catholic church they um they found that it was too frightening just even Mm -hmm. the thought of him so they forbade any celebrations of krampus whatsoever and in uh, world war ii in fascist europe they they considered Krampus despicable. They oh. also said that Krampus was a creation of socialist Democrats. I so. mean. <laughs> Wait. Social Democrats, it says. It's, yeah, I mean, it's always their fault, It's always right? something, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they got there, but whatever. It's fine. So uh, later on, um, after World War II, a toned-down version of Krampus sort of gained popularity in Austria, mm-hmm. and especially in their markets, um, their market centers in places like Salzburg. And these made it more tourist-friendly, and Krampus became more humorous rather than fearsome, rather than scary. and. Yeah. Since then, he's been growing in popularity, and an, one of the big reasons for this is because they hold what is called Krampus Run, which mm-hmm. um, is so. One of the reasons why they started doing these things is people were look, looking for less traditional ways to celebrate the season. Maybe you want to celebrate the season without celebrating it in the you know traditional christian 
way. Yeah. So they started doing these Krampus runs. And Krampus, so, okay, how about let's do this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we will talk about Krampus runs because there's not too much left here. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. So let's take a quick break. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for Sit for a Spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash sit for a spell. Welcome back. We're back. Welcome. We're back. Okay. So Krampus runs. So beginning in the uh, late 20th century, there was a call to preserve cultural heritage in Austria and Germany so they began these, what they call Krampuslauf, meaning Krampus run. Hmm. And so if Krampus knocked was a way to scare children into behaving themselves, Krampuslauf, mm-hmm. which isn't, you don't, isn't tied to a specific day, they can kind of do it whenever they want, was a way yeah. for the men of Austrian Germany to blow off steam while still scaring children. <laughs> so... Most Krampus runs include a lot of um, people dressed up as the creature, spectators waiting to be scared or chased, and lots of alcohol. And yeah, in the past, the Krampus runs used to be very rowdy and uh, a little bit dangerous. There um, would there would be people dressed up as Krampus, kind of waiting to. pick on or go after unaware or inattentive pedestrians and anyone Mm -hmm. who didn't make it to safety in time 
unwittingly became part of the action. They were <laughs> um, they were chased, beaten, shaken up, and oftentimes ended up on the ground. <laughs> oh my! So, God. but today the Krampus runs um, are a little less uh, intense. The Krampuses yeah. are more interested in causing smiles than injuries. Um, mm-hmm. They will comically hit each other or um, a pedestrian or a spectator if asked. And they're, they are always up for um, posing for selfies or they're swiping hats from the spectators. And they'll put them on their horns and take pictures and then they'll give them back and things like that. There are yeah. even in some of the more um, well-established runs, the Krampuses mm-hmm. have to wear um, numbers. They have to wear like an identifying number so that if they get oh. out of hand or too rough or too rowdy, they can be identified. Nice. Yeah. I love, love the pictures of the costumes. Um, yeah. It's I like Comic-Con. For Krampuses. Krampi? Yeah. Krampuses? Krampuses. Krampuses. <laughs> Krampies. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, because I, I think I found out about this like, I don't know, four or five years ago. And so yeah. ever since then, I like around the time I look for the different pictures. Oh, yeah. They're so good. Some of them are so I lo- scary. I looked it up uh, this year and I'm, Unfortunately, like everything else, it has been canceled this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's if you want to look it up there, it's so fun just to see like people go all out. People like custom make latex masks or, you know, masks and furs and they carry chains. Mm-hmm. Some of them wear like heels or stilts to make themselves taller. Like it's yeah. uh, it's pretty cool to see the effort people like, you know, there's ranging from people who just dress up to people who go all out for it. And uh, it's pretty cool to see how creative people can be. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And of course, most of them carry the sticks to kind of smack people with, which. Yeah. Again, yeah. Sticks, they. Bells, chains. Yeah. A lot of bells. They do a lot of bells yeah. now. Which is cool. And um, yeah, like I said, it's a lot less intense and a lot. There's even like kids go now. So. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Um, other things that happened when Krampus started growing in popularity in Europe, this was in the 1800s. They started making Krampus greeting cards. These are probably oh some God. of the things that you're seeing of like the folk art. I've had my eye on so many Krampus greeting cards, but then yeah. it's just like, well, if I buy Krampus Christmas cards, like no one's going to know what this is. Like James will know. He sent them to me. Uh, and they're expensive. They're super expensive. Yes, especially the uh, the older ones. Yeah. So these were introduced. Um, I am sorry for this. Um, Grusa vom Krampus. Hmm. Um, I think is how it's pronounced, which means mm-hmm. greetings from Krampus. These are what the cards were called. Cool. So usually they're pretty funny. They have like funny poems on them and um, they're pretty like, uh, I guess not child friendly because they, they often do show like the Krampus kind of like 
looming over children, you know, or like, you know, the children are scared. Yes. Yes. And, um, but they're meant to be like lighthearted, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. And, but in some of them, they got a little saucy for a while there. <laughs> Um, some of them have a lot of like sexual overtones and they, I, I copy pasted this and some, he is quote, pictured pursuing buxom women. So, you know, these ladies with their little waists and their, you know, their breasts hanging out. I think that has to be just someone doing that later just because they're right. I mean, it, it always happens. Any, and it's not in any of the tradition. It's not in any of the lore, no. the legend. No. Sex sells. You're trying to, you know, you want to get a Krampus card for your buddy. You know, you're going to get him one with a, you know, a pretty lady on yeah. it. So For sure. Um, but after a while, the cards changed. And um, some of the older ones may be more frightening. But, well, the the more modern ones, you can even fight, like, find, like, ones where he's super cute, like cutesy, yeah, mm-hmm. like Cupid, like, you know, like he can, everything's cutesy sometimes these days, which is, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, people would often send these to each other. Um, these postcards with containers of candy, mm. which is cool. I like candy. Me too. So another reason why Krampus gained popularity, especially in the United States, was because here in the United States, there have been a lot of movies that came out in the last five years or so. Mm-hmm. As of January 2020, there were 10 Krampus movies that ten. you could watch. Yeah. So in the last five years, there have been 10 Krampus movies. Here are some of the titles. Krampus, The Devil Returns. Hmm. Krampus, The Christmas Devil. Krampus Unleashed, Krampus the Reckoning, Mother Krampus, and this one is um, actually, yeah, that's this one's actually based on Frau Perkta, who we talked about earlier. Oh, nice! And of course, 2015's Krampus, starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette, which is fantastic. Which is fun, yeah, yeah. If you're looking for a fun, spooky Christmas movie to watch, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, it was good. So, Krampus isn't the only companion to St. Nick. In doing mm-hmm. this research, I came across a few of them. So, I kind of just wanted to mm, lay them out for y'all. So, here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he, had, he had a lot of other people to do his dirty work. So, um, we already know about Krampus. And then there's mm-hmm. someone called Klaubof in Bavaria. He bakes children into pies. Oh, we have Belschnickel of um, the Pennsylvania Dutch tradition, um, and he's made famous by Dwight Schrute from The Office. There's like a whole episode where he comes into the yeah. office dressed mm-hmm. as Belschnickel. <laughs> yeah. He is um, an old man, crotchety. He's raggedy. He's wearing really dirty clothes. He carries a switch to beat naughty children with, but he also carries pockets full of candies and cakes and nuts for the good children. In oh. France, we have um, someone called Rubbles, Rubles. I don't know how to say it in France, France, French. Yeah. And I couldn't really find too much about that. Maybe I wasn't looking hard enough, but yeah, that's France. In um, 
the Netherlands, there is Zwarte Piet or Black Piet. This is a sort of controversial character. He's mm. said to wear Renaissance Spanish clothing and he passes out sweets for um, the nice children, but he's also in charge of carrying away the bla- the bad children. He mm. um, is... This is where the controversy comes in. He's usually portrayed by white actors in blackface makeup with bright red oh. lipstick. Don't do so, that. Yes, because of the racist implications, a lot of places have replaced the blackface makeup with just like a soot, like a dirty face type thing instead of okay. full-blown like racist yeah. black. He's much uh, more of a helper, less of mm-hmm. like a scary figure. So he's just kind of helps out St. Nick. In the Czech Republic, St. Nicholas is accompanied by a devil and an angel. So maybe he just tells them what to do. Yeah. So one more figure that I did want to touch on is someone called Frau Holle or Mutter Holle. So she's um, also known as Old Mother Frost. She also has a bunch of different names. But she's basically this Perkta character that we were kind of talking about. Um, mm-hmm. She's also known as the old corn woman. Um, Odin's wife is um, Frigga. Frigga. She also is kind mm-hmm. of tied into this. There's a Budelfrau, Birchiel, um, Pudelmutter. I mean, who knows mm-hmm. if I'm saying any of these right. She's also known as the dark grandmother and the white lady. So um, she is pretty much as old as time. She goes back to the old Norse myths. Um, A lot of images show her with the crown of candles. She Mm. is, she has a pretty like typical story. Those who work hard are rewarded. The lazy are punished. They say that um, she can make it snow. And that's cool. Yeah. Um, one story is that she goes house to house throwing nuts, apples, and special treats into the homes of children who are good. Other stories say she flies from house to house um, on the 12th day of Christmas, which is January 5th to 6th. And she mm-hmm. puts treats in the stockings of children who have been good and coal to those who have been bad, which sounds familiar, right? It really does. I think we talked about her a little bit. Um, when we talked about Santa Claus back in the day. Yeah, I think so too. But that's it. That's Krampus and that's some of St. Nick's companions. And of course, they're all kind of like intertwined and they borrow from each other. And it's just uh, one of those guys. He's just, he's not to be messed with really because he's a, I've seen some... (laughs) I've seen some like fan fiction about Krampus. <laughs> and I'm like, he's a demon, you guys. Like he's a he's like a goat man. So whatever you're yeah. into, I'm not judging, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to get in his path. So No. Yeah, that's Krampus. I enjoy him. I enjoy the idea. I mean, that sounds kind of bad because I mean he eats children, but um, I think Not it's the good more. Children. 
true. Just, I don't know. I find him fascinating and I like the balance of it between him and Santa. And- I, enjo- I enjoy some like scary with my Christmas traditions. Like the whole like telling ghost stories on Christmas or, you know, Krampus or yeah. just having a little mm-hmm. bit of, you know, that that little bit of scariness is it's fun. Like, you know, I don't really want children to get eaten or dragged to hell, but I like the figure. I think he's, I think he's like, for lack of a better word, just like cool. You know, I feel like he's cool <laughs> yeah. looking. Very true. So I like the aesthetic of it. I just think it's fun. It's a fun tradition. I really want to do one of these Krampus runs. I feel like that would be yeah. fun. I, just, I don't know. It's always good to remember that there's always like a dark side to everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. The balance I mean, of it, like you said. Mm-hmm. Maybe not scare your children that they'll get eaten or dragged <laughs> to hell, but just that. <laughs> right. Like there's motivations to be good or to do good things and yeah that's always nice because i mean in my household we always did the santa tradition and my husband's he didn't but um we're gonna do it for this kiddo i think it's fun i don't 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 teach him about krampus (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) yeah we don't do krampus in my house we do santa my kid, like I said, he's almost 13, but um, he still believes in Santa. He's very young-minded um, and very – he still has a lot of innocence, which I'm trying to keep um, in him. But, mm-hmm. you know, like even um, uh, Dr. Fauci came out and said that Kramp- – uh, not Krampus <laughs> – that Santa is uh, immune to COVID-19. Yeah, he's so, immortal. So not to worry. Um, so I told my son about it and – I said, I, because he's been worrying about it. He's kind of been asking me like, well, Santa can't come in the house or, you know, like yeah. Santa can't, what if he gets sick or he gets us sick? Like Santa, you know, what about Santa? And I was like, I'm sure he's fine. Like he'll be okay. You know, he, maybe he'll wear a yeah. mask or whatever. So I showed him the article when that came out and he was like, mm-hmm. I was like, you, I kind of had to explain to him who Dr. Fauci is. Yeah. Um, but I was like, see, he's he's one of the top scientists in the whole country, in the whole world. Like, he says he's immune. He I, he must have talked to him or tested him or something. He was like, mm-hmm. well, he is magic, so that makes sense. And I was like, yeah, see, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, really, yeah. it put him at ease. I thought that was really cute that he did that because this is the kind of things kids worry about, you know? It is, yeah. I mean, and it's kind of logical too. Like, wait a second, we're not supposed to have anyone over. We're not supposed to do anything. But this guy's going to come into my house, into the house <laughs> of every single person in the world. Like, yeah, he's bound he's, to get COVID from one of these places. Yeah. So it would be so cute if gonna, advertisements put masks on Santa this year. Oh, that would be That'd cute. Be I think I'm going to tell him that like the the cookies and milk like help him, like mm-hmm. with the immunity. Build up that might backfire on me though, but he's gonna be like, Well, I just want cookies and milk, yeah. He's special (laughs) though, special diet. He is, yeah, he's uh, he's yeah, he's magic. So, you know, tell your kids, you know, he's he's immune, he has innate immunity, I think is the word that he used, yeah. But that's Krampus. I thought that was very fun. I've I've always been. Well, not always, but since, you know, he started being 
popping up in uh, the pop culture here in the U.S. I was like, hey, yeah. I've never seen that before. That's very interesting. Yeah. I might have to get some Krampus stuff for my house to put up for Christmas. I'm really excited for Christmas this year. I'm like already decorating. It's uh, I don't care. I'm going to leave it up till February because I need some joy around here. Usually, well, like we said, we're recording on it's November 22nd. We haven't even had Thanksgiving yet, but um, <laughs> yeah, usually uh, we're decorated by now, but we just haven't. I don't know why. We've, I mean, it's not like we've been doing anything. Motivation's hard these days. Yeah. We switched everything. Um, so like the Christmas decorations, all the boxes are out so we can bring them inside, but just that's haven't hard. gotten there. I think we'll probably do it like the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's a fun day to do it. Burn off some of those calories. Yeah. By the time you listen to this, my house will be decorated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine too. I'm excited. Oh, no. But I like the, I like having the spooky. I've seen people putting, have you seen those like 15 foot skeletons or 20 foot? I don't know how tall oh, they are. They're my favorite thing. Yes. They've been decorated. People are for putting Christmas. like, yeah, you know, putting like Santa hats on them and stuff. It's yeah. so cute. If I That's my jam house, right there. Yeah. I do year round. Yeah. January, you put a little like party hat on him. You could put like little shamrocks all over him. on him. Yeah. Keep Summertime, wings. you could put, like, a lay mm-hmm. and, like, you know, shorts on him, you know. That'd be so cute. I would leave him yeah. out all year long. Because it was, like, $200 or something for it. But, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Krampus. That's, uh, that's Krampus. Don't piss him off. Be good, I wonder boys if it works girls, for adults as else. well. Or I want to know what the age cutoff is. Puberty? And then it's just out of luck? I want to know what it is. For Krampus? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. See, because, yeah, it's it's like only children. If you make it to adolescence or adulthood, you know, like. But then when when we had these, like, super strong, like, mythical, legendary, like, traditions like this, like, where you really thought the fairy folk were going to take you away or Krampus was going to do this or whatever, um, kids were a lot more grown up by then. So I'm curious about ages. Children these days are coddled, which I enjoy. Let them be kids. Let them be kids. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm just curious. It's probably like puberty or 12 or something. Maybe it's just like Santa Claus where you get to an age where you stop believing. Could be. Yeah, definitely. Like once Mm -hmm. you're just like, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. Some kids do it at like eight. Some kids like mine is almost 13. kids ruin it. Yeah. Well, I always told, because that happened once where he came home and was like, you know, and little Johnny told me that Santa is not real or whatever. And I was like, well, then you know what? Little Johnny is not going to get toys from Santa. No. No. That's Timmy the other thing too over there. Seen going around the toys from, like, what constitutes a toy from Santa. And I know every family and household's different, but, like, it, like, it didn't even cross my mind the, the difference. Santa gift. 
because we didn't have like crazy fun technology when we were little, you know, like right. there's no iPads and iPhones. So it's like, why does Samantha get the iPhone 12 and George gets a book? Like, right. what did he do wrong? He didn't. His family just has more money or yeah. her family, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. My mom, <laughs> my kid will be getting my mom the other couple years ago. She, um, she usually makes like most of her gifts from Santa. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there was one year where she forgot to put her name on anything, oh. and my my <laughs> nephew noticed, and he was like, "Hey, Grandma, you didn't get me anything. Like everything's from Santa." <laughs> oh, she was no. like. She was like, oh, well, I just, I helped Santa pick out your stuff. Like, she was, like, trying to, yeah. you know. I was like, of course he would notice. But um, she was like, I'm tired of Santa getting all the credit. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, I don't know. I want the credit for the iPad or the iPhone. Right. I want Santa to get the credit. So what I usually do is I will do, because I maybe, la- what was last year? I got my son a computer, like a desktop computer, mm-hmm. and I made that for me. But then I got him like, uh, like n- not like uh, like I got him the computer. So then I got him like, okay, the monitor or the speakers were from Santa, or like you know, like a fun accessory, or you know, like you you get him yeah. a game that he wants. I don't make the big big thing from Santa. Yeah. Um, because of that same sort of reason, like you said, I don't want him to be like, well, I got a computer, but my cousin got, you know, a GI Joe, you know, like it's, yeah, I, it's, I want that to be like, maybe like a mid upper mid tier, you know, present <laughs> can be <laughs> from yeah. Santa. So because, I mean, and there, was a time, now, but. there was a time too, where, um, he wanted something that was really expensive. And I was like, Santa can't bring you all that stuff, you know? And he's like, mm-hmm. but Santa just makes it. Like, he doesn't have to buy it. He makes it. He can make me whatever he wants. And I was like, oh, great. Like, you know, he's like, I would be totally- like, no, he has a, he has a limit. You can only do yeah. so much. Yeah. That was what, yeah. So we don't, we don't, I don't make the big, big, big expensive, you know, gifts from santa most of the time there are no big 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 expensive expensive gifts anyway but yeah um, i'll just make like a few small things from him so mm-hmm. yeah it works out and I you have to make like- sure that you get different wrapping paper for those yes very true gifts. i'm thinking like lego sets or blocks and books and yeah the stocking like the stocking will the be stocking from is santa. from santa yeah for yeah. sure mm-hmm Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. What do you guys do? We yeah, are traditions because I'm always so curious to see mm-hmm. to see how people celebrate differently. Do you even yeah. do Christmas? Is there like a, a Jewish equivalent? Is there, you know, whatever what you whatever you celebrate? Is no, but there's yeah. like no Jewish Santa or like you know, a lot of people don't even uh, celebrate Christmas at all. A lot of religions or people. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't. But, um, it's but a yeah, fun time we'll of year anyway. About, mm-hmm. And we'll probably talk about our traditions, like what we actually do in like maybe next episode. Um, yeah. As we get closer and closer. Mm-hmm. I will say, maybe we can leave off on this. This has been the shortest and the longest year of my life 
oh, so all at the same time. And short. Like, my son went into the hospital in January, and that feels like yesterday and 10 years ago. Yeah. It was just so weird how March and April went so slow. So slow. Like, a day was like a week, and then October was gone in a second. Yeah, November, too. It's already over. Like, March and April took 17 years. And I don't even remember. July, June, July, August, I don't even remember. Like I don't even know. They, they weren't even a thing. They didn't happen. Yeah. And then school started. So then there was, like, some scheduling happening, some time yeah. to, like, mm-hmm. actually fill. And now it's, like, the year's almost over. I know. And it's the vaccines crazy. are coming. They're coming. It's just... What um like a, I know what a strange thing and what like a marvel of science. I don't know. I know time is weird. Back, time is weird. That's time is very weird. Lightly, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but thanks. For I don't listening. know. I I was just thinking <laughs> about that. So speaking of time, you spent all this time with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank um, you. We, we appreciate you. We do. We love you. We are grateful for you. We are. For we hope sure. you guys um, had a fun Thanksgiving and are being safe. Um, be safe mm-hmm. the upcoming holidays. It's mm-hmm. just a... Yeah. You know already. Time You know. We don't have to tell you anymore. Yeah. We're it's done. with this. <laughs> yeah just keep doing what you're doing get through every day this will mm-hmm. not be forever just make no. it to the end is all you can do just make it yeah i was you can do it <laughs> this is okay this is also a real small tangent but i said i actually said the sentence to my mom like a month ago i was like we just have to make it through winter <laughs> i was like <laughs> what is this like 1740 i know <laughs> Like, uh, when will Papa come back from the war? I don't know. (laughs) So, with that, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We hope you make it through winter, too. We really do. (laughs) And We'll uh, we'll do it together. Yeah. So, the end. Okay. The end. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.